Hello and welcome to the Immigrant Incorporate podcast. On this podcast, you will learn from lived experiences how to thrive in the corporate workplace as an immigrant. My name is Lola Adeyemo. I am the CEO of EQI Mindset and the founder of the nonprofit Immigrant Incorporate Inc. I work with organizations to build inclusive workplaces. On this podcast, I will be amplifying immigrant voices from within corporate organizations through solo episodes, as well as guest interviews. It is a global world of work, and I'm very sure you can learn a thing or two from my guests who are originally from different parts of the world and their experiences working in the corporate workplace. Hello and welcome to the Immigrants in Corporate podcast. My name is Lola Adeyemo. I am the founder of EQI Mindset, an organization that focuses on creating inclusive workplaces in the corporate world. I am also the founder of the nonprofit Immigrants in Corporate Inc. I started this nonprofit from writing a book about thriving in intersectionality. And so two of the topics that are very important to me is employee resource groups in the corporate workplace and then immigrant advocacy. They're separate, but if there's anything I've learned in the last couple of weeks as I've interviewed different immigrants from different parts of the world is they are very much the same. I have had guests in the last couple of weeks from Taiwan, Senegal, Colombia, Jamaica, Vietnam, Brazil, Japan, Italy, Mexico, among many others. That opportunity to talk with with employees and corporate leaders in different industries and everyone having different immigrant experience, immigrant story. I like the fact that community is a huge part of what shapes our experiences in the workplace, the communities we surround ourselves with. As I talk to all these immigrants, as we have conversation around our stories and the, the similarities and not so similar experiences, there's always this highlight of finding different communities. If I use my personal story as an example, I came in as an international student and coming from a close-knit community back in Nigeria to a city where I didn't know anybody, it was that choice to build communities, to find communities, and it might not be available for everybody, depending on how you come into the United States or the country where you are based, not just the United States. People seek community, and communities are a huge part of how we get to belonging. So when you come in, you look around. You are trying to get plugged in. You are trying to find the spaces that can support you. For me, when I came into the U.S. as an international graduate student, I found those communities of support through the International Student Office. I found the Black Students Association. I found the Student Government Association. These became communities that supported my belonging journey in America. When I left graduate school and I got into the workplace, communities was something I was looking for and it wasn't readily available. Now, as an immigrant in California, 
that community need was also fed by finding groups. So I made new friends in this new city as an immigrant, right? I sought to find people that I could lean on, that could support me, that would kind of encourage me through my journey as I got more comfortable in a new place. Because moving from Texas to California, I lost the new community I just built. And now I needed a new community. Now, if we take this into the workplace, part of the work I do with building inclusive workplaces is supporting employee resource groups. The focus on immigrants was very much needed when I started these conversations around employee resource group because what I could find with employee resource groups is that these are groups, these are communities in the workplace, but determining what is being created as a group and what employee goes into this group was taking priority when companies try to set the scope up, right? We want to have groups around ethnic minorities. We want to have black employee resource groups. We want to have women employee resource groups. Everything else, you have to prove that is needed. And this is where it gets really tricky because everybody is having these three, four, or five employee groups, you decide to have them. I always caution that you look at your data. What does your representation look like at your organization? Start from that. What communities are missing? This is where you begin to determine what groups you want to create and acknowledge at the company. Employee resource groups are informal groups within corporations that become a huge part of the belonging journey for employees. So when you pull these groups together, you also have to think about how you're going to support the group. You also want to think about how you're going to attract the right people to the group, how you are going to drive change, how you're going to create belonging for your employees and potential employees uh, through the employee resource group. As I had conversations with a couple of my guests over the last couple of weeks, the subjects of employee resource group came up a lot. A lot of employees talk about how powerful it was to get plugged into internal employee resource groups and how much help that was for their career. A couple of guests talked about finding affinity groups. Affinity groups and employee resource groups are a little bit different, uh, but the affinity feel is present for both. The difference between an affinity group and an employee resource group is that in addition to finding like people in an affinity group, an employee resource group expands even broader to bring in other people into that circle where there's an educational aspect and then business development aspect of it. So the affinity feel at the core is all about bringing people together towards a common mission and goal. So when companies begin to understand the power of these communities, employee resource groups are spaces for belonging, then it helps to have the conversation around what groups do we need to create? And then how do we think intersectionally around how we create our groups and how we support these groups? If you think about employee resource groups, part of the challenge that I had when I joined my first employee resource groups was it was the expectation for me to be part of the Black Employee Resource Group because I am a Black woman. 
But the reality is I am an immigrant woman. Being black wasn't a big part of my narrative growing up. So coming into the workplace and being thrown into a space where it didn't necessarily help my belonging feeling. It helped my fitting in feeling because I was able to fit in with people that at least looked like me. But it didn't help me feel heard or seen as much as it should. And this is the value of thinking through the spaces that we create as an organization. Who are we welcoming? Who are we holding in those spaces? Corporate organizations have a lot of structure around the way the roles, the responsibilities are spread out. And a lot of times we think about the underrepresented groups as these isolated sections that people have to choose, opt in to each of these. But the employee resource groups of today are beginning to broaden the lens to think about intersectionality. In my book, Thriving in Intersectionality, Immigrants, Belonging, and Corporate America, which just got released October 4th as part of Global Diversity Month. One of the things I wanted to highlight, especially for companies where employees are globally located nowadays, is not just a single country. We're talking about employees being born somewhere and moving to a different country. But even as part of our daily job, for an employee that works at a single location at the corporate head office or um, a, a smaller site, you are in a global space because every single day there's interactions with people outside of your local company site. Whether you are working with people who live in the same country or outside of the country, the organizations of today are becoming globally minded. It's not just a site focus anymore. So if you don't travel on international appointment, it does not mean that you don't get to interact with people from different countries. So that cultural awareness is really important. And as we think about the impact that communities can have on our employees, as we seek to build belonging for our employees in the workplace, one of those tools that come in really handy is employee resource groups. Employee resource groups are what I call spaces for belonging. Employee resource groups are spaces that are recognized, supported, developed within an organization with the goal of building belonging and developing thriving workplaces. The way this is done is not something that the organization from the top down tries to impose. So when you're setting these groups up, what are some of the questions you think about? I, I already mentioned it is you have to look at your data. What does your company data look like? What does your company representation look like? And you have to look at your representation relative to the local demographic, right? So what your demographic looks like in a certain geographical region, and then what does the census of that location look like, right? Because that's what will drive what kind of representation is missing. And then look at your organization as a whole and your customer base. Who do we serve? Who we serve should be part of a strong voice of how we develop our products. 
this is where employer resource groups really come in. We are trying to get the voice and the perspective of our potential customers so that we can make our products to meet the needs of a very diverse world. So there's a huge opportunity to leverage employer resource groups internally as well as externally. There's a huge opportunity to leverage employer resource groups with innovation. When we think about these as communities, instead of primarily focused on, we want to bring minority groups together, we think of we are building communities where people can find their belonging. We are building subgroups within our companies for people to find belonging with the goal that when you find that belonging, the way you show up for your work is very different. Before I joined my first employer resource group, before I got really active in employer resource group, one of my best strategies whenever I started to feel uncomfortable at a place of work was to start looking for another job. Because again, the community that I had was very limited to my current role and my department and my function. And I couldn't see beyond that. I couldn't see my role in the larger organization and I couldn't see a path in the larger organization. At the time when I got really plugged in with employer resource group, I didn't look for a different job for a while because I found my belonging. I showed up differently in the way I did my job. I found a community in my professional workspace that had value beyond my day job. And I found myself staying on at that role differently. We all seek of communities, you know, just like moving from a close knit community and then relocating to a different country. We try to find communities in the spaces where we live. Why? Because that's a huge part of belonging for every one of us. And for an immigrant who is in the corporate workplace, right? We have these communities that we grew up in. We have the communities in the new country that we have, but we also have the corporate community that we are trying to build. Very different requirements, but the same desire. We are looking for communities. It is powerful when you get to your workplace and you feel isolated, but you find a community that helps you feel that belonging that we're seeking. And we all seek belonging. Again, this is kind of where the conversations around inclusion in the workplace, diversity, equity, and inclusion um, gets really important because for people that don't look to you like they are an underrepresented minority, sometimes there's the tendency to overlook these people in a inclusion work. For me, because I am black, I look black, it's easy for people to put me in the black bucket in terms of be part of the Black Employer Resource Group so that we can support you. But my needs were more around the fact that I am an immigrant. I'm not from here. My barriers were a little bit different. You know, I speak differently. I might not understand some of the norms. So finding belonging for me included finding a community beyond being Black that helped me feel belonging in my space. So I really loved um, that a lot of my guests in the last couple of weeks talked about how valuable it was for them to find employer resource group. 
especially when they join the new workplace. Communities are important and communities are a key part of inclusion in our homes, in our neighborhoods, and in the workplace. Also, you know, thinking about leadership and how to make these decisions. The employee resource groups are employee-led, but it doesn't mean that the leader, the organization doesn't have a role to play. And when I think of the direction that these conversations are going around immigrants in the corporate workplace. Now, there's the role of the immigrant themselves. There's the role that um, as individuals that we have in you know, taking advantage of resources like this to understand what is available, right? Part of the things that the Immigrants Incorporate Inc. as a nonprofit hopes to share with my audience is resources, not just this podcast, uh, but bringing in entrepreneurs that are doing amazing work. You know, there are certain things that we take for granted, um, especially if we've been in the workplace for years, but it's not readily obvious at the entry level or mid-level or maybe in certain industries. One of those things is a resource like coaching, for example. I didn't take advantage of coaching when I was in the corporate workplace, right? Coaching was something that was really far out. There was a lot of talk around mentoring, but there wasn't much talk around coaching. And I think it's important as immigrants to understand that coaching is a resource. Coaching is a very powerful tool if you're trying to build a corporate career. First, being able to talk to somebody really who can guide you to talk about your goals, talk about your ambition, talk about your career path, or think about it. Um, there's our role in owning our identity, but there's also our role in building aspirations for our career. Sometimes the limitation then becomes, how do I get the support to move from where I am to where I want to go to? But if you think about it, if you as an individual haven't really thought about what it is that you want or haven't been exposed to more than the small bubble that you are, the steps you are taking are going to be very limited. The steps you are taking to get to that next level is not based on where you want to go. It's where you think you can go. So part of the goal with Immigrants Incorporated Inc. is help us as individuals, underrepresented individuals from different dimensions, play our own part in owning our identity, getting comfortable in expressing who we are, where our strengths lay, and then getting to think about what we want to do, how we want to develop ourselves, how we want to develop our career. And then there is not a lot of focus on immigrants in the corporate workplace. We talk about immigrants and entrepreneurship. Now, there's a, there's a huge reason why a lot of immigrants opt to come out of corporate workplace and start their own business. But not everybody can do that. Part of that reason, of course, have to, go, have to do with the barriers that we're talking about uh, to advancing and developing. But I've also discovered that not everybody wants to go into entrepreneurship. A lot of people are just perfectly okay to walk towards a thriving career in the corporate workplace. How are we providing that tools? How are we providing those resources? How are we making sure that we do our part, but the organization also takes these intersectional perspectives into account? Intersectional because I might be a woman, I might be an immigrant, I might be a black person, but sometimes when I'm all three or more, 
the barriers that I face is not equivalent to each one by itself. So I want to center the immigrant experience, uh, but we also want to share tools. One of those tools is employer resource groups. If you are an immigrant, if you are an underrepresented individual in the workplace, part of the value that we get from having employer resource groups is having insight, insights uh, about the organization. I, I have a group of cross-company employer resource groups, and we talk about some of the unique uh, challenges in different industries and some of the opportunities to develop ourselves, to make a difference in our companies. And so get plugged into community as, as an immigrant. Uh, when If you are in the job market, if you are trying to find um, your next role, Think about asking questions like that. Do you have employee resource groups? Do you have affinity groups? What are the opportunities available for me to connect with other people? And see if you can have conversations. Get on LinkedIn, have conversations with people um, that are part of ERGs. Uh, I, did, uh, I, I connected with people outside of my company a lot uh, when I was growing my career. And so that's definitely... A tip I'll share. And if you are a diversity, equity, inclusion professional, um, who is in a position to shape the workplace culture? Part of the conversation is also asking about what kind of communities of support are you providing in your organization for people who are immigrants or who are underrepresented in different ways? Employer resource groups of today are also bringing that intersectionality lens, right? Instead of having a black ERG or African ERG and then having a Hispanic ERG, depending on how your company is spread out, we have companies, um, ERGs, now thinking about multicultural ERG. And of course, my favorite, the international ERG or expatriate ERG, uh, I've heard the word expatriate is used more in Europe, uh, but I've heard companies that have expatriate ERG where the employee resource group focuses on supporting employees that moved from a different part of the world. So the support goes beyond just helping you do your great job. The support goes into build, helping you get plugged in into the city as a whole. So um, the expatriate ERG that I heard about in Europe, they will put together resources for immigrants at their workplace around the best places to eat, the best places to buy things, because we, they appreciated the fact that just because you moved here because of your qualification or role doesn't mean that you get to separate your personal life. If things are not going well, if you're finding it difficult to find what you need, chances are you're, it's also going to impact the way you show up and do your work. Thinking about employer resource group is, an, uh, uh, is a great opportunity, is a great resource for immigrants at work to find support. It's a great resource for business leaders to create within their organization. Not another department where you mandate people to join, but think of it as we are we want to support our employees raising up their hands to develop the right groups. So there is ways to do that to make sure you are doing it right. A lot of employer resource groups start off with uh, employees who are very passionate about these issues 
and the employees that have experiences, personal experiences of the struggle with trying to get plugged in in the workplace. It's not about just the skills, the technical skills that we have and, and trying to do our job. It's about all these other factors that can impact the way we show up and do our work. So if you're looking for more information about Employer Resource Group or about starting multicultural Employer Resource Group specifically, um, I would love to chat with you. And you can check out my link on, on, on bio and I would love to follow up with you. If you are an immigrant, if you are an international student in the workplace looking for additional resources, visit www.immigrantsincorporates.org. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for joining me, Lola Adeyemo, as always, for these important conversations on the corporate world of work from the immigrant perspective. For more resources and upcoming events, please visit our website, www.immigrantsincorporate.org. You can also follow us on Instagram at Immigrants Incorporate. If you are on LinkedIn, please join the group Thriving in Intersectionality Immigrants Incorporate America. There will be a new episode every week, so make sure you are subscribed to get notified. Please leave us a rating, leave a review, and I hope to see you next time. Thank you.